Hi, everyone. My name is Julia. And I'm Katie. And we're the hosts of the Runways and Byways Travel Podcast. So today we're doing something a little different. A couple of weeks ago, I asked a question on my blog on the Instagram at Runways and Byways. I asked in my story for people to respond and give me questions that they have about travel, any question that they'd like me to answer, and I would answer them on the podcast. So here today we have that episode. We compiled five of the questions. We went through them all and we picked five of them. And we're going to be answering those five today. So Katie, do you have anything to say about that? I'm just really excited that we're bringing the audience into today's episode because I just love interacting with those of you who are listening. It makes us feel connected in a way. Yeah, we've actually been wanting to do something like this for a long time. So I'm glad we're finally able to do this and hear from you guys. Definitely. Okay, so are we ready for the trivia question? I am ready. Are you ready? Uh, with my track record lately, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you always do well. Uh, I feel like not the last few questions. I've been getting trickier. I know you have been. I liked the, <laughs> the beginning. You were pretty easy. <laughs> and then I realized you're really good at trivia. And I had to up my game. Yep. Bring okay. It. You actually might get this one. I don't know. We'll see. All right. <clears throat> the question is, which country is home to the world's tallest building? Okay. I feel like I might know it, but also it might be obvious. So, um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I Good mean, answer. I'm not going to answer now anyway. <laughs> answer at the end. I still yeah. have time. Yeah. But I, I think I might know what it is. I'm just afraid it might be the too obvious answer. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. We'll see. Yeah. Think about it. Mm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so are you ready to jump right in? I'm ready and I'm really excited because I have no idea what the questions are. Well, yeah, you do. We went we went through the list. We picked them together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I was trying to be like mysterious. <laughs> it's not working. I already told everybody we know the questions. Okay, well, Although, we know the questions, but in, you don't know the questions. In your defense, I have the list of questions in front of me and you don't. I do not (laughs) (laughs) okay well you ruined the mystery (laughs) you've broken the fourth wall (laughs) everyone's probably so confused right now let's just begin okay Okay. (laughs) what is your favorite and least favorite place you've traveled to and why okay Hmm. so for my favorite i I'm I'm always stuck between two destinations. I'd like to hear your favorite, and then I'll say mine. Yeah. Or you you're having the same dilemma. It's hard because what does favorite even mean? Like I feel like I've had favorite moments of each place I've traveled to, but it's hard to say that one destination was my absolute favorite because they could all be so different. Yeah, I agree with you, and also like. I think the people you travel with also can make Mm. a destination your favorite, even though it's not technically your favorite place. So I think it's kind of a hard question to answer. But I think if I'm talking about just the destination itself, not my experience with other people, none of that, I would probably say either Japan or Galapagos Islands. Okay. Where's your head out? I forgot that. Galapagos Islands was an option. I love the Galapagos, but I would honestly not say it's my favorite just because a lot of 
the traveling was hard and a lot of the tasks that we had to do were very strenuous on the body in terms of swimming and hiking, mm-hmm. but it was very beautiful. I would say my favorite this is so basic, but you know what I'm going to say is Ireland, even though I didn't get to experience it in the way that I want to in the future. I just, there's just something about it, the nature, the people, it has such a good mix of fun to history, to nature, just everything. I just, I think that is my favorite destination I've been to. Yeah. We all saw that one coming. I think we did. <laughs> what do you, so you say it would be Galapagos or Japan. Would you care to elaborate? Yeah, I do think I am leaning towards Japan more now that you state your reasoning about it not being Galapagos, because I do feel the same way that I loved how unique Galapagos was. And it was really exciting to see all those animals that you just read about in elementary school. But at the same time, I do think it was really strenuous on my body. And mm-hmm. I got a very similar experience from Japan. It was such a different culture. It was all new things, things I've never seen before, things I never experienced before. But at the same time, it wasn't like strenuous at all. It was just walking through cities and seeing history and culture. And it was beautiful. And it was totally different. It was, I felt like I was in a completely different world as opposed to when I go to Europe. Sometimes Europe feels like America in a way because it's structured similarly, but Mm. Japan was just complete, complete 180. So I really I, need to visit Japan soon because between you and Michael, it's like Japan is the <laughs> epitome of everything. <laughs> I loved Japan. And I I think I, I do want to go back to Asia just in general, because the only place in Asia I've been to is Japan. I'd like to see how it compares to other places in Asia because I, I just love Japan so much. Mm. You really do need to go. Well, I really do because I feel like it's not even on my radar, but I feel like if I went there, I'd be obsessed with it. Yeah, see, the thing is, it wasn't on my radar either, but I think mm. it should have been, and I think it should be on everyone's radar. It was just amazing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So definitely have to do that soon. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of why I liked it so much was because it was just so unexpected that uh, like, I wasn't even really planning on going. I just went because my friend just coerced me into it, and I was like, whatever, I don't really want to go. And then I, I didn't have very high expectations out of it, and it just turned out to be so amazing. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so definitely I highly encourage that you go. I mean, I know we had our plan to bring our kids there in a few years. but Yeah, oh, because we want to go to the Toy Story Hotel. Yes, I'm dying to go there. That would be really cute. We should do that. Yeah, I also want to go to the Toy Story Ho- Hotel in um China. They have okay. one in, in Shanghai. Oh, we should go. Yeah, we can make that because they're right near each other. We could just make that a second leg of the trip. That'd be really fun. Yeah, and then we'll get two Disneys out of the way. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Can't get enough Disney. Then we might as well go to Hong Kong, too, and get the third Disney. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> With all of our kids, I don't know. It's going to be I know. quite a trip. Well, in a few years, I don't think we'll have that many kids. Probably, like, one or two. We'll see. Well, yeah, I don't know about you. <laughs> okay, so what do you think your least favorite is? That is a lot harder of a question for me. I'm going to let you go first for real this time okay unless I don't know if you know but I think this is a lot harder for me because I try to see good in every destination me too that's why it's hard because I don't like to be oh this is my least favorite you know I'm kind of caught between two I'm gonna say two 
And I'm going to explain why, just so that one doesn't feel like bad that it's the only one. At least it has like a friend. <laughs> oh, God. So I think for me, and again, I truly did have great moments out of both of these trips. But I think one for me is Charlotte, North Carolina, mm. just because I think I had such high expectations going into it. And I didn't expect it to be so city. Yeah. And I just felt like it was very city and but I'm I'm from a city and I just feel like New York has more to offer. So Charlotte's just like a small city with not too much. I still had a great time. I went to a rodeo show. It was not a rodeo show, it was a square dancing thing and it was just really fun. And it had like a bull there, so I rode on the bull. So it had its fun moments, but I just think in terms of expectations, it was not met. And the second place where the expectations were not met was Hawaii. And that way, we briefly discussed it before. It's just the expectations were so high. And then when we got there, there was just so many tourists, so many lines, so many things that just went wrong. So I think for me, a destination being my least favorite is just because of the expectation. Going yeah, into it. that's kind of where my head was at, too, except uh, Hawaii was on my mind as well. And also Italy for reasons mm. we discussed in a, a le- a previous episode if you were listening you know I I had a rough time in Italy I've been there twice the first time was really nice the second time not so nice so I think expect even though Italy itself I do think expectations are set a little high it, it's very crowded it's very hot the water mm. tastes like milk it's like it's not what you really expect it to be you're expecting like just luxury and romance and it, it's not really that it's kind of crowded and sweaty and it's not always what you expect. And I feel like it was the same with Hawaii. We were going into it expecting expecting luxury and peace and quiet and mm-hmm. beautiful clear water, which I mean, we did get, but a lot of our expectations with that trip were not met. So I do think I have a similar feeling to you with this question as I do think these are both good destinations. I think it's just our expectations that kind of killed them for us. Right. So it's just hard, you know, some t- trips are just going to disappoint. It's It just kind of is what it is, really. I feel like there's nothing we could have done too much differently with, mm-hmm. with that. Yeah, no, I think we did everything right. And I think I did everything right in Italy, too. I think it was just the situation that I was in. I mean, mm-hmm. it, that just happens sometimes. Sometimes you just don't have control of the situation. And I would never tell anyone, don't go to Hawaii, don't go to Italy, because I, I think they're both great destinations. It's just for me personally it didn't work out the way I expected it to. So those two places in my heart, always just have like a little like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Well, whenever anybody brings up Hawaii, I say, you know, it's beautiful, this, that, but manage your expectations. If you're going to go to Honolulu, don't expect beyond relaxing vacation. Honestly, expect to make reservations in advance, expect to wait on lines, expect for it to be crowded. You can still go, but just manage them a little bit. Yeah, it's just not like this deserted, tranquil island like I think you were expecting. Because I had been there before. Me and you went together, as you know. I don't know if our listeners know, but I had been there twice before me and Katie went. And it was not, it was very different when I went with my family. It was it was a little more calm. But I also think that was because it was before COVID and people weren't rushing there. But it does have more of a city vibe than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, you are getting something a little bit that you don't expect. And because the first time I went to Hawaii, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, why? 
they're these big tall buildings I just was Mm -hmm. not expecting that at all and it wasn't nearly as crowded but it it still was more of a city than I saw in my mind so I think yeah I think managing expectations is a big thing with having a a favorite or least favorite place I think avoiding having a least favorite is just managing your expectations I completely agree yeah yeah all right are we ready to move on to our next question yeah I think we answered that okay the next person asked tips for packing with three question marks okay so (laughs) do you have an answer because I know I do uh we have discussed this before Katie and I have very different methods of packing and Mm -hmm. me personally I just I don't know I spend a long time packing and stressing and I don't think you do that right absolutely not (laughs) yeah so I think your method might be better. I believe it or not, like as much as I travel, I just still have never found a way that's comfortable for me. I do use packing cubes to try to organize my stuff. And I know a lot of travel bloggers recommend that. But as for taking the stress out of packing, I still haven't found the hack for that. Katie, if you have any advice. Yeah, definitely. So when it comes to packing, I think of the trip, I think of the things we're going to do, and then I plan accordingly. So let's say day one, we're in Hawaii. What are we doing? Okay, we're hiking in the morning. I need a hiking outfit, sports bra, you know, workout equipment. Great. In the afternoon, we're going to a nice dinner. Make sure I pack one to two, maybe even a third dress that I could choose from and that I could use throughout the trip. So that's kind of how I plan just day to day. What am I doing? What are the things I need? I write it all down and I'll literally be like day one, this, 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 day two. Um, and then do I need any toiletries? What am I, what kind of things do I need to bring along for me to do those activities? So I think once you list it out and you see how manageable it is, you realize, okay, I have all of these things. Great. Let me just quickly put in a suitcase. I'm done. It never takes me more than half an hour to do it. And honestly, every trip I've been at I've always had enough and if I didn't there's always stores nearby you can always get at the airport if you forget something so you just really need to make sure what you're doing and what will make you feel comfortable to wear and also confident every day and that's pretty much it that's interesting because I also do that but I have a very different outcome I do sit down and I write down all of the each day what I'm doing each day and what like even what the weather is but I don't know. My brain just gets so clogged and I'm like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Mm. I think I overanalyze. So, I mean, I think my best tip would be based on what Katie said and what my experience was. I think my best tip would be just don't question yourself. Just if you feel like it's right for that activity, just pack it, just throw it in your bag because I overanalyze. And then half the time I wind up with the wrong stuff anyway. So I think no matter how much you overthink, there's just certain things that you can't account for. So just do what your heart feels, list everything out, do be logical about it, but don't be too logical about it. Yeah. I really don't think it needs to be this whole stressed out thing. I think it should be a fun thing, put on a podcast, put on some music and just put on a timer and say, okay, after half an hour, am I really going to stress out about this? Let's kind of like start to wrap it up because I don't think it should take much longer than that. Yeah, it should. In my opinion. You know, I've seen you forget things, but then I've forgotten things too. So in the end, like who's really right here? I'd say probably you because at least you're not stressing, but I am. So, I mean, I think the things I forget are just like, so simple like shampoo conditioner but those are the kind of things you can get at the hotel those are the kind of things that you could just quickly buy or you know 
anything like that, I really feel everything is manageable unless you're going in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I do think it's completely manageable no matter. Yeah, pretty much unless you're going in the middle of nowhere, like you said, because yeah. you're right. Yeah, there is stuff everywhere. Unless you forget like a medication or something, then mm. pretty much everything you can get wherever you are. I think just make sure you have the absolute uh, absolute essentials, make a list. I do have a list in my 30 page free budget travel planner that I've made. I, I do have a general list there that you could also add your own things to. So that I have found useful is just using a list template and then mm-hmm. adding my own things that are important to me. That helps me to remember things. So I do think making a list is really important though. I think everyone should be doing that. Yeah. And then beyond that, I really wouldn't stress out about it too much. Like I said, if you forget one thing, you forget one thing. As long as you have your phone, your passport, wallet, ID, I think just make sure 100% double double check, triple check the essentials that you actually need to get on the plane for. But then little things like socks, underwear, like make sure you pack it. But I mean... Do you really need to go so crazy about those little mini details? It's really not worth the stress. Yeah, it's not the end of the world. Just as long as you have the things that you need to get there and back and the things you need to survive, like your medications, that's really it. Yeah, which I think is very easy. So. Yeah, so I could, I should really take my own advice here. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that all for that? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. It's pretty simple. I don't even want to get convoluted about it because I don't want anyone else to get stressed about packing. It's a very easy process. Okay, so our next question is, how do you deal with a long flight? So Katie, do you want to start on this or do you want me to start? I mean, I love me a good long flight. (laughs) I really do. I just love to sit and just to think about things that will make me happy in that moment. You know, I feel like some people get really stressed, but I think, again, it comes to thinking before the plane, what do you think you need? So are there any books you've been wanting to read? Go to the library before going on a trip and really think about books that would make you happy. Bring a journal and you could journal, you know, about your goals and and things that you don't get to do in your day-to-day life. I feel like planes can actually be be such a fun time because you're forced to sit with yourself. You could watch a movie. That'd be fun too. You can listen to podcasts, make sure you download some things, YouTube, music, all that stuff. But I also feel like, like I said, this could be a really fun time just to sit with yourself, think about how you want the trip to go, visualize it. And yeah, I, I, I do like long flights. I think they're good. <laughs> you are right about that, about kind of taking time for yourself on a flight though, because, and the whole journaling thing, because we've done that together and I don't really do that myself on flights, but whenever I'm with you, I find myself doing that. And yeah. I remember on our flight home from Hawaii, I actually like figured out my whole plan for my life. And I realized that I was enrolled in a school that I didn't want to be in. And I was, my life was heading mm. I was enrolled in a doctorate program that I didn't want to be in. And I realized that on the plane went through journaling with Katie. So I think just it's a time that you could even just be introspective and just take that time for yourself, time that you normally wouldn't take, because that, that was actually like a huge moment for me to be like, I'm headed in the wrong direction. Let me change things. But I think beyond that, beyond just keeping yourself occupied, there's a lot of things you could do to keep yourself comfortable, like wearing the right clothes and choosing the right seat and wearing compression socks so you don't get a blood clot, things like that. Also, I have... (laughs) 
<laughs> I have back I have back issues. So I always bring a like a lumbar support, something that I can use for that. They sell these I know I have two sort of things. I have this blanket that could also transform into a pillow that you could put behind your back. And I also have one of those neck pillows that like folds in on itself that you could use as a pillow to put behind your back. So I think mm-hmm. comfort is a huge thing. And I think you may have tons of activities to do, but if you're not comfortable, it still could be a miserable flight. I I actually did write an article on this on my website at runwaysandbibles.com. So if you want to check that out, you could see all the tips that I have for keeping yourself comfortable on a, a long flight. But Katie, do you have any commentary on that? I do actually. Good. That's a really good point. I forgot about the clothes to wear to an airport. I think everybody's different. I feel like sometimes people want to be so beyond comfortable, come in, you know, sweats, all that stuff. Then you have the opposite. Some people want to feel so beautiful and they literally get a blowout the day before your travel and they want to show up in this beautiful dress and all that stuff. So I think whatever works for you is totally valid. For me, what I've realized is my preference, which I'm going to start doing every time I go on a plane is like I used to just wear like leggings and a hoodie and I'd be so uncomfortable in the airport. I'd be so hot and I do, I would just feel gross. Even though I was quote unquote comfortable, I would just feel like disgusting, not cute, not confident. Hmm. And what I've started doing is I wear leggings underneath and I wear a long skirt because I just feel like skirts are just so cute. They make me feel so pretty. And then I wear a short sleeve, like what I'm wearing now, a little crop top. And then I wear a sweater on top. So if it gets cold on the plane, I could put on my little sweater or if it's hot on the plane, I take it off. So I think it's important to dress for the changing temperatures between different, you know, like between the terminal and being on the plane and the destination. You kind of have to think all the different uh, temperatures you're going to be in. Yeah, you're right about that, because I have found myself at very different temperatures between the terminal and the airplane. I'm always cold on the plane and I'm always hot on the terminal. There we go. Yeah. So I always bring a jacket, but I always wear two pairs of pants because I just, I, my legs get so cold on the plane (laughs) that I'm just willing to be a little hot in the terminal just to, so I'm comfortable on the plane. That's so funny. Yeah. And then in the, when we get to the destination, if it's hot, I just strip one pair of pants off. We're good to go. Mm, Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I feel like sometimes we don't think about that. For example, if they're going from New York to Florida in the winter, they'll show up in the terminal with the big winter jacket and I'm like I'll risk the walk from the car to the terminal without a jacket because when I get to Florida I really don't need that anymore so I feel like it's also important just like I said to think ahead to the different temperatures you're going to experience yeah and that's almost like more sustainable a packing tip too like you don't need to bring things if it's only for like three seconds then you're just wasting space exactly yeah so I, I guess that kind of also goes along with tips for packing just be smart about where you're going, what actually works for you. Like, do you want to dress up? That's fine. But is it going to be sustainable for your personality type? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Is that all we have to say for that? Should we move on to the next one? Yeah, I think I'm good with that. I mean, like I said, I feel like it could just be such a fun thing to do to have a long flight. I feel like it shouldn't always have to be something that you dread. You should sometimes go into it like, oh, look at all the things I get to do on this long flight that I don't get to do at home. I know you hear from so many people, they say like, oh, what am I going to do on this long flight? And my friend and I were were planning a trip for this summer. It didn't work out, but we were thinking of going to South Korea. We're not anymore, but we, I was ta- we were talking and she was saying, 
how am I going to handle this long flight? I've never done this before. I don't want to do a long flight. I'm really nervous about this. And I told her, like, it's what you make it. If Mm. you bring things for yourself to keep yourself comfortable and to keep yourself occupied, it could actually be a really pleasant experience. It doesn't have to be like I'm stuck here in this one spot for 15 hours. It could be something really fun or not for sure. Not always necessarily fun, but like maybe just like mentally rewarding or just relaxing even. Well, I remember um, when I was going from North Carolina to Florida to see you, my flight was delayed for nine hours, but I was so thankful for myself the day before I decided to go to Barnes and Noble and I picked up this book and I was so into the book. I finished the whole book in those nine hours, but the nine hours went by so quick because I was so consumed by the book. So like I said, if you plan ahead to something that you know would give you joy personally, like I said, like podcast, music, whatever, it does make the time go by so much quicker. So really think ahead for your future self because your mm-hmm. future self will thank your past self. Yeah. If you know you're going to be on a long flight, you should have books lined up. You should have podcasts downloaded, movies mm-hmm. downloaded. Headphones. We, I've actually wound up on a long flight with no TV and I didn't have mm-hmm. I didn't have anything downloaded on my phone because I just figured they're obviously going to have a TV. It's over six hours of a flight. Of course, they're going to have a TV and they didn't. Never assume. Yep. Never assume. So, and it it was a pretty popular airline too. It wasn't like one of those small ones. So you would really think they would have one and they didn't. So yeah, never assume, Mm -hmm. always come prepared. And then it's better to be over-prepared than under-prepared, especially when you're going to be stuck on a flight for that long. Yep. For sure. All right. So next question is tips for traveling with an acquaintance. And I know we've discussed this a little bit on a different episode of our podcast. We, I think it was called travel with friends or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe we should discuss how traveling with a friend maybe differs from with an acquaintance. I, I do think there's certain things that you need to establish with an acquaintance, even with a friend that you should always establish things before going on the trip you need to establish your expectations with the person what you both want to do what you both don't want to do you need to know what those differences are before you get into the trip itself definitely yeah I was going to say expectations is the most important thing because even if you're going to the same destination there could be so many different things to do there so it's really important and and different money to spend there right like if we could both be going to Hawaii but if I'm more of a budget traveler you're more luxurious but I didn't realize that until we got there then that's going to be an issue and it's just not going to be a really good trip so I think it's important if you're going with this acquaintance acquaintance what is the reason for you going with them like do you have to go with them is it more just like they were like oh come along I remember one time this girl who I hardly knew was like oh my gosh we should just go to California and go to Co- Coachella I think and I was like oh my god that sounds like so much fun and then I thought about it and I was like am I a Coachella girl I could be maybe with a friend but this girl I don't really know and yeah I want to go out and make new friends but is this the type of place I want to go to and I, a week later I was like I'm sorry I'm, I can't do this you know but like I said like if I was going to go with you or somebody who I was really really close to I would feel more comfortable having that conversation about expectations but with an acquaintance it's a little bit more awkward especially if she invited me she'd expect me to do all these things where I'm just not comfortable and it, it's just a weird conversation to have with someone I'm not close with. Yeah, I think because the whole premise of Coachella is like such a party scene. And then it's hard to tell someone that 
when you get there, like, hey, I'm not exactly. into I'm not into this party scene, you know? So like, yeah, can we can we leave a little bit early? Because I'm in bed by eight, but they don't know me. So they were like, wait, what? But with you, you you would already have been like, oh, I already knew that. I wasn't even thinking we do that because I know you need to be in bed by like 10, whatever. Yeah. So if I yeah. was taking you to Coachella with me, I'd know we're missing all the the acts at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or or if you were like, Katie, you have to stay out late, you would already know in the morning, we're probably not going to be doing that much because I only have so much energy to give. But with a friend, with an acquaintance, you should never assume they, they know these things about you. Even if it seems obvious to you, it's not obvious to them. So yeah, they're not always going to get it. And especially like you mentioned before, I'm kind of backstepping a little bit, how you mentioned, like, if you might be more of a budget traveler, and they might be more of a luxury traveler. And when you get there, they might want to do something really luxury, and you can't afford it because it wasn't in your budget. I think that's really important to discuss before you go, because budget travelers can do luxury things if they budget for it. But if a budget traveler shows up and they already have their budget, they can't do that. You know, mm-hmm. it's, not a, it's not always possible. So I think it's especially important to know what the other person plans on spending during this trip and know what you plan on spending. So that way, when you get there, it's not like, oh, I thought we were going to go to this really expensive spa today. I thought that would be nice. And then you're like, well, it's not in my budget, you know, so yeah. that really needs to be established from the get go. For sure. And I think it's really important to be mindful and not just to jump straight into things because I'm the type of person, if somebody says something fun, I'm like, I am there. Yep. Then, like I said, once I actually sit down with myself and I'm like, is this fun to me? It's really not, even if the idea of going is fun. So then I need to like kind of harness that and like, okay, I do want to do something with this person. Maybe it's not traveling to California and going to Coachella. Maybe it's literally just going to a coffee shop in New York City. And that's enough for me. So I feel like you really need to know yourself, slow down and be mindful before traveling, because it's a bigger deal than you think it is to go a long distance with someone that you don't really know very well. Yeah, sometimes you just got to put those people pleaser feelings aside and think, Mm. is this actually going to be exciting for me? Because sometimes traveling with someone you don't know might not be because you might be very different or you don't know what to expect. So if you're not really planning on establishing those boundaries before you go, then maybe you just shouldn't go. Yeah. Because I it, agree, it, so. it might ruin the trip. Yeah. I think for this person who's asking that question, uh, really sit down and think, is this something you want to do? Or do you feel like you're just doing this because you want to make a new friend? Because there's other ways to do that. Yeah, exactly. And Right now, like I, I just met a new friend in Florida. We haven't met in person yet, but we've been talking and she's big into traveling too. She has her own travel blog and I'm hoping maybe one day we can get her on the podcast. And she, we're both very into travel, but rather than just booking a trip and running off together, we're first taking <laughs> it slow and just doing like a little day trip or meeting at a coffee shop. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be like that because uh, right now she still pretty much is an acquaintance. We've never met in person. We've just been talking over text. You know, we have to get comfortable first. We have to kind of know what each other's boundaries are. And then from there, maybe we can say like, hey, you seem like someone cool to travel with. But I think, yeah, yeah from just not really knowing someone that well, you really need to find out more about them before you jump into something. Yeah, I agree. I think baby steps are really important. Yes. All right. Is that all for that? Anything else to say? No, I feel like we covered that part. All right. So the fifth and final question that we picked is, I've never planned a trip before. How do I start? 
the mm. loaded question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I know we've discussed this before and it's it's hard to say, but I think the first thing you should always do is know what your priorities are. So that way you can allot whatever budget you do decide on to those priorities. Mm-hmm. So do yeah. you want to have anything to say about that or? Yeah. I mean, if you've never planned a trip before, I really wouldn't start by doing something big. You can, but for example, like you want to go to Japan immediately. That's, that's a big planning process. And there's a lot of things to consider when maybe you've never even been on an airplane before. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've never planned a trip before. How should I start? Maybe doing something small at first and kind of seeing how you feel. Who do you want to go with? What do you look for in a trip? Right. Um, yeah, I would just go do something small first and then kind of see what you like. How do you feel traveling? And then maybe taking more and more steps. I mean, you can go to Japan right away. I just feel like, I don't know, might be a yeah. lot. I mean, yeah, that's not to say that you can't, but I definitely agree that if you just take like, even like a short weekend trip or like maybe mm-hmm. not a day trip, but just like, uh, even just like a night in a hotel by yourself, just feel in a new area, just to feel like what, what it feels like to be, to have planned a trip and to, to know how you feel and figure out what your priorities are, figure out if you like being, if you like being in that location that you're in, if you'd like to be more in a city or something like that. So, you know, or if you would like a food a trip centered around food, though it becomes you, that way you could learn, or if you completely messed up planning that trip, you could say, now I know not to do all these things. And now planning my bigger trip, I could do X, Y, Z instead. Exactly. And, you know, you never planned a trip before. Are you going by yourself? Are you going with other people? If you've never gone on a trip before by yourself, like Julia said, maybe a weekend, something you really want to do. If you've never gone with a specific friend, maybe just spend a weekend with them. You know, I, I have my best friend. We've never really gone anywhere crazy. Uh, we've only gone to like closer places, maybe like Rhode Island, Atlantic City, just so we could see the vibe of how we are together when we travel. And, you know, is a long distance place the best for us? I don't know. So I think it's really important to consider who you're going with. And like we said, even with the question before, just take baby steps um, with your trip at first, and then you'll get more and more comfortable. Yeah, I think if you jump into planning something that you're not 100% sure about, or if you don't really know how to do it, if it's a big thing, it could have some consequences because you just don't always know what to consider. And I also think if you've never planned a trip before, maybe start by going through a travel agent if you really want to go on a huge trip. Because yeah, yeah, like if your dream is to go to Japan, you've never been anywhere before. I don't know, maybe you can pull it off planning it by yourself. But I think you would need to do a lot of research. I think going through a travel agent in that case would be the best you could learn how they operate and how they've planned your trip and then going forward you could say okay they did this for me now I could do this for me going forward yeah and I was also thinking about us too because we've done this for a while and I remember our first trip together was upstate just you know just to see how we were with each other and then our second trip that we went on that was a bigger trip was a Caribbean cruise, but it was easy. We hardly planned it. All we need to do was plan the flight right to Miami, book the hotel, and then you do the cruise and they did everything else for you. So like you said, travel agent, maybe go with a group of people like you did with Globus, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. So if you're going to Japan, maybe a Globus Japan trip where everything is already planned for you and you could just kind of join in. I know people who have gone to Italy using some sort of traveling with a group people or a cruise that honestly might be an easier thing to start off with, especially if you want to do something big. Yeah, I totally agree. And I mean, if you absolutely are adamant about planning it yourself and not going through a tour group or an agency or anything like that, then I think you just really need to be mindful and learn about yourself and learn about what you're looking for in the trip. And then being careful with your money and allotting it towards activities that bring you joy. Yeah. And look up reviews for things. You know, if you're if like I keep on bringing up Japan, but, you know, everyone's talking <laughs> yeah. about Japan. Um, but if you're going to like book a tour and make sure you look up the reviews, look up, you know, from the hotel, like you have to think of every single thing. Look up from the hotel. How far away is it? Is it going to be an hour Uber ride? Do you want to do an hour, hour Uber ride? Just kind of think about the little day to day details and look up reviews and see if that's possible for you. Because like when we planned Hawaii, there were so many factors that went into it that sometimes I feel like we're almost like over our head because there's so many things we didn't even consider while planning that trip. Yeah. I think you almost need to walk yourself through every single day. So put yourself at that hotel, pull up a map and say, okay, now how am I getting here? How long is mm-hmm. it going to take me to get there? Now that I'm here, what am I going to be doing? How much, am I, how much am I going to be spending? Do I want to spend that much? Maybe I'll do something else instead. How far is that other activity from the hotel? So you really need to think of every single thing. Walk yourself through every single day. Pretend you're there. Yeah, I agree. Because I think a lot of times people just want to be, oh, spontaneous. I'm just going to do this, this. Then all of a sudden, you're in a country in the middle of nowhere. There's no food around. Ubers are not answering, right? I know um, my brother's fiance, she was saying she went to Savannah and she went to a beach and they dropped her off, no problem, at this beach in, near Savannah, but there were no Ubers in the area. Every taxi service they called, they were like, we're not going to that beach. She literally had to cry to this one taxi service. Please pick us up. We have no other way. And that's really stressful. And it, travel should not have to be like that. But Well, Katie, you know, we've dealt with that ourselves. Things. Remember Hawaii when we went yes. to that? The, um, we went kayaking to an island off of Hawaii. It's owned by Hawaii, but it's just like a little small island off the coast of Oahu. And we kayaked to it. And... We kayaked to it from this certain beach. We got dropped off there, no problem. And then getting back, we never considered that it's just not a populated area. So they don't Mm -hmm. mind driving us from Honolulu to that area. But those cars are not waiting in that area to drive us back to Honolulu. And that's just something we didn't consider. Yeah, there's just so many factors to consider when planning a trip. Honestly, I would plan my own trip. But at this point in my life, I, I really do rely on pre-plan things like Globus or cruises. It's just, it's so much work to plan a huge trip by yourself. It can be done, but it requires so much research. It really does. And it leaves more room for things to go wrong. So honestly, I feel like if you have the opportunity to let someone plan it for you, do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly. It usually <laughs> winds up being better. Travel people. <laughs> yeah. It, nine times out of 10, it winds up being better with someone else planning it for you than for you planning it yourself. That's not to say that you no. can't. By all means, if you want to, go right ahead. And I encourage it. I think everyone should plan a trip in their life. But I do, from experience, I have found that if you go through a company, it usually does come out better. 
Yeah. And I always say this, but accountability is such a big thing for me. When we planned Hawaii, the only people we held accountable were ourselves. When you go on a cruise and something goes wrong on the cruise, like if, you know, transportation, whatever, that's on them. And you have full entitlement to complain and get something out of it or, you know, but when it comes to us, it's like, oh, we did, we thought this place was open today. It's closed. That's on us. But if, if a tour company does that, anybody else does that, it's like, that's on you and you need yeah. to compensate us. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah. When we were trying to hike Diamond Head that one time, they were closed on Wednesday. We didn't know that. Oh, well. <laughs> but if we were with a tour, we show up to Diamond Head and they're closed. They'll probably schedule another tour for us or give us our money back first for that part of the day at least or that wouldn't even happen because they already know that diamond head is closed on yeah. wednesday it really shouldn't happen in the first place with the tour company exactly yes so yeah i think moral of the story is you can plan a trip for yourself it might be a little difficult but you could do it you could but, do it you and just, if you know if not there's a lot of resources out there for you to travel with other t- other tours and companies to get you more comfortable with the travel experience. Exactly. All right. So that is all the questions we have from our listeners and followers. Mm-hmm. Wow. So anything you want to say, Katie? Questions. Yeah. No, I, I, it's, I think these are such good questions and I love answering them because these are really important and it's just, you know, you might not think it's a big deal, but when you actually get down to traveling, it could be really stressful to think about all these things. Yeah, and we did get some more questions. So maybe at another point in time, we could have another Q&A episode and I could post another Q&A on my Instagram for you guys to send in your questions and maybe we'll be able to address some of those in the next Q&A episode as well. Yeah, that'd be so so much fun. More of this can come. Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, time Um, for trivia? Yes, trivia. Okay. Okay, so let me repeat the question. Which country is home to the world's tallest building? Okay. My gut is saying China. Then I second guessed and thought Japan, but I think I'm just going to say China. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Dubai, I feel like has tall buildings. No, you know, I'm just going to say China. It's That's Dubai, a good choice. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is um the united arab emirates yeah yeah so you're it's right dubai with the second one uh, yeah you're right oh uh. i'm so mad if it makes you feel better i would not even have thought about that i probably would have said china as well okay yeah mm, you know i think i've heard that before that they had the tallest building and then that's why i thought of it for a second and then i was like you know what china just has big everything let me just say china yeah, then, but you know, if yeah. the answer was China, I probably wouldn't have asked it. You're so right. That's That was my initial thought when you first said the question. I was like, she wouldn't have asked us if it was China. Yeah. <sighs> but okay. when you said Dubai, I was like, no, because I feel like that's the most like, you you might not think of it at first. Yeah. That's how you know it's the right answer. Ah, <laughs> uh, I knew that one. Yeah. <sighs> Can I have like half a point? Sure. Okay. Oh, that was <laughs> nice of you. <laughs> I'm in a, I'm in a giving mood. Uh, I would have said no. That was really nice. Okay, I'll be nice yeah. next, next time if you want half a point. You know, I never even am close to it, so... Well, if you're, like, close to it next time and I feel you're deserving, I'll give you half a point. If I say something in the world, any country at all, I should get half a point. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't say Mars. Yeah. <laughs> Unless the answer is Mars. Uh, maybe I should make the answer Mars next time, so then... 
But then I'm going to be, I'm going to know now. Yeah, well, I'm not going to ask about Mars. I actually okay. don't, I really don't like space, actually. Fun oh, fact you were talking about this, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah, I just, I really don't like space. Yeah, I feel like, let's say, like, my mom or somebody I loved went to Mars. I wouldn't even really think they're, like, alive anymore. Yeah, they'd be basically dead to me. Yeah, because you're just, just so far. I know. <laughs> like, you're not even in Earth. Like, what? Out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am just not a space girl. You could never get me to space. And yeah, no. future me is probably going to look back at this, like when we're all living on Mars and be like, can you believe I said that? But it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I don't know. I love it here. <laughs> you will never catch me in space. Mark my word. No, me neither. And I just, I get too existential. Yeah. Like if I saw Earth and I'm like, wait, I was stressing about my life when this is what the planet looks like uh no. i feel like now i'm thinking about those things <laughs> i get like yeah. that uh there's this theater it's called the jones beach theater in long island and i start to get very existential even when i'm just there that's really because weird you could see no I, i've, I've been there katie also, no if you go, are you going to come with me? I have been and, there. <laughs> no, but when you see the, the person singing, fine. You look out in the crowd, there's like tens of thousands of people. And then you look out at the water and it's just black abyss. And you're like, I am just one of many. And it's very stressful. <laughs> I've never had that feeling at Jones Beach Theater. Okay. Well, you've never gone with me. <laughs> <laughs> have I? No, right? No, I haven't. No. But I've been to concerts with you. Those are fun. Yeah. I didn't feel existential at them. Existential. Did I say that wrong? I think we only went to one together. We went to that one that I got for free through T-Mobile or like it was $25 or something. Lady Lady A. Yeah. And um, that guy, Darius Rucker. Darius Rucker. He was so good. And Russell Dickerson. (laughs) We only stayed for him and then we left. No. Well, we left. Yeah. When Lady A was playing their last song. Because I don't care. Their last song? Really? I think yeah, we, I don't care about Need You Now. We stayed for almost their whole set. I didn't realize. No, we did. Oh. And then we left for Need You Now, but we heard it in the bathroom. Yeah, I mean, that was fine. I already saw them before anyway. But did we ever see any other concert? I feel like it's weird if we haven't, but we might not have. I think it was literally just that one free T-Mobile concert. That's really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've done so much together, but like normal friend things we haven't done yeah like going to a concert yeah i mean like we've done it but like not really we did one yeah but that also was like in the grass outside that was fun but it was really fun but i feel like when you think concert you think of like a big stadium which we've never had that experience together no we've never we should do that yeah yeah i don't know to see who or when but we'll do that who do we both like um Probably no one. I I'll be honest. I've actually been like really into screamo lately, which I don't think. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're not going to a concert anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so. I think I'm still gonna have to go to concerts alone because I, mean, I do it that. might it might be just a phase. I'm not sure, but God. yeah, I don't know. But I know you're not into that. So. <laughs> no, I you know I'm into music, but I'm not like a diehard fan of any one artist. I love Casey Musgraves. I went to go see her. But besides her, not really like, oh, my God, I love this artist so much. I need to go see this specific person. 
I feel like I would see Casey Musgraves. Well, if you were here, you could have gone with me. I had to go by myself because nobody knew her. You didn't invite me. I was there when you went. Oh, were you? Yeah. I remember oh. when you went. And then I was like, you're going by yourself. I would have gone. And you were like, oh, too late. Okay. Well, next time I'll yeah. ask. Next time. First. Yeah. Yes. We'll plan in advance. I'm going to be in New York in May. Okay. So maybe we can yeah. go then. Yeah. Yeah. Where I, I think I'll also be up in September near your birthday. Oh, maybe we could do a <gasps> birthday concert. Okay, but if anyone good is around, I don't know. I saw Post Malone recently. He was so good. I've actually been kind of wanting to see him. I'm I've never been like a huge Post Malone fan, but I just feel like I've heard such good things about his concerts. His concerts are incredible. Yeah, I'd I'd like to go. It's just so fun. You went to another concert recently, didn't you? You did. With like your friend Antonio? That was the Post Malone concert. That was Post Malone? Oh. We had so much fun. I was singing. Like, when you're at a concert and you just know a song, you're screaming. So it's like, even like the song Better Now, when it comes on the radio, I'm like, whatever. But then I hear it, I'm like, like I'm like screaming to it. I know, you You like every song at a concert, even if it's your least favorite song when it comes on. Yes. And it's really you true. You gotta dance and scream. Because everybody else is screaming and it's just so cute. Yeah, I feel like I haven't had that experience in a long time. I feel like yeah, we should do that. And the last time I think I've been to like a big concert was I think like high school. I went to the Ariana Grande concert and we had like the worst seats ever. And like it was fun, but I haven't had that experience in so long. Mm. Yeah, we should do it. We definitely should. Let's yeah. start researching. Definitely. That'll be our next thing. Yes, I agree. Yeah. All right. So... Uh, do you want to tell everybody where to find us? Okay, so you can find us at www.runwaysandbyways.com. You can sign up for my budget travel planner, which I just mentioned before. And then in doing so, you'll also be signed up for the newsletter. So you can receive updates about the blog and the podcast. I also have a podcast specific thing you could sign up for. So you'll give me your name and your email address, and then you'll receive podcast notifications. Every single time I post a podcast episode, you'll get a notification. We also have travel planning on the website. So you were asking about travel planning. One of the questions, we can help you plan your trip. We can give you some destinations through Choose My Destination. We can give you recommendations and we can give you advice. Now to find us on social media, you could find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, and Pinterest, all at Runways and Byways. Or you could find us on Twitter at Runways and Byways. So instead of the word end, it's the letter N. And for a podcast of availability, as you know, probably because you're listening to us on one of these things, but I'll tell you anyway, we are on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, which actually has now been renamed to Spotify Podcasts. So I guess just Spotify, YouTube, and <laughs> Google Podcasts. So you could find us in any of those things. I'm working on getting us on a couple more, but those are all the major ones that we're on. So good for us. And I think that is it. All right. It's been fun. Yeah, it has been fun. I'm glad we were able to answer everyone's questions. Well, not everyone's, but a lot of them. We were able to answer a lot of questions this episode and I look forward to doing this again. Yeah, can't wait. All right. Bye everyone. Bye.